Hello and welcome everybody to the fourth episode of Weeb Digress, the podcast that is a hot mess with a little weeb twist. Today we will be talking about Spuela Magi Madoka Magica. And as always, I'm joined by my fellow magical girl in training, Mike Duran Duran. How you doing, Michael? I wish I was a magical girl, first of all. That's how I'm doing right now. Uh, I hate this shell of a life that I'm currently living. I wish to make a contract with the weird cat-looking thing um, so that I can, uh, I can save the world. Jeez, dude. My, my wish would be for a million wishes. Oh? Yep. My wish would be to get married and have a hundred kids so I can have a hundred friends that can't tell me no. <laughs> That's a that was a little dark. Office. That was a reference know. to The Office, which I've you've never seen. I've seen like three episodes of The Office or something. So Great, dude. Yeah, it's, great, it's, great it's definitely show. a thing. Consent is cool. Consent is very cool. Yep. Um... Okay, so to get right into it, how'd you like Madoka Magica, Michael? I really liked it. I think it might... Okay, first of all, not what I was expecting at all. Oh, yeah. I was so... Like, first episode, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, I guess for reference, the only experience I have with any sort of magical girl, anything, is Sailor Moon. Oh, yeah. That's, like, literally the only anime I've seen in the genre. So I was 100% expecting something along those lines. And my God, dude. Holy fuck. You were stupid, Michael. So I stupid. Was stupid dude. Oh, my God. Great. Uh, probably my favorite of the four that we've discussed. Yeah. There, I really enjoyed it. There's a reason it has widespread wide spread critical acclaim, you know, from... Critics, consumers, weebs like me, uh, fledgling weebs like you. Yeah, dude. I think part of it was because of that, like <clears throat> that that twist. Oh yeah. You know, it was it's definitely a twist on the genre, and it was done really well. Oh yeah. This is uh, what a lot of people have called the deconstruction of the magical girl genre, and magical genre being, you know, Maho Shoujo, stuff like mm -hmm. uh, Magical magical Girl Lyrical Nonoha, you know, uh, Pre-Cure, Sailor Moon, you know, stuff like that. Cardcaptor Sakura, just anime like that, and this is uh, a darker take, and uh, it, it, it explores parts of those shows that, you know, just gloss, o they gloss over because magic and friendship, right? Yeah. Like, why, why does this little creature give them magical powers, you know? What 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 do they get in return? Which is like, fucking. <laughs> Which, by the way, I I think I told you. I don't know what episode I was on. It might have been like two or three. No, I think it was two. It had to have been two, because three was when I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I was. Really, Three's like, when shit fuck? hits the fan. I it was like episode two. I messaged Mark and I was like, "I don't trust that fucking cat thing, dude. Mm -mm. Do not trust it whatsoever." He did it good. Was, Your instincts uh, were doing good. Yeah, dude. I I went full on. Uh, Full on Sherlock Holmes for that one. Started, started. Uh, you know, it's elementary, my dear Mark Markson. <laughs> Dude, Cubay just wants to make you into a magical girl. Come nah, on, nah, bro. Man. Fuck, fuck Cubone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually watching. That's not oh, my man. joke, by the way. I was, I was watching a bunch of like trying to figure out what the fuck's actually happened in that show because there's just a lot to unpack. And this oh, dude. Yeah. 
like unironically kept calling Cube Cubone, and I just thought it was the funniest fucking <laughs> shit, dude. It was great. Oh man, I fucking love it. So Madoka Magica or Madoka Magica came out in 2011. <clears throat> it was followed by movies into 2013, I think, and yes. then uh, with a sequel to the series being called uh, Rebellion. And it was just announced earlier yes, this year. Okay. There's a sequel movie to Rebellion that is it, 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 it'll be releasing soon ish. I don't know. I don't think we have a release date, so we're just going to have to wait on that. <clears throat> but to give a brief synopsis of the show, this, I'm taking this right from my anime list, by the way. Madoka yeah. Kaname and Sayaka Miki are regular middle school students with regular lives, but all that changes when they encounter Kyubei. A cat-like magical familiar and Homura Akemi, the new transfer student. Kyubei offers them a proposition. He'll grant them any one of their wishes, and in exchange, they will become a magical girl, gaining enough pow power to fulfill their dreams. However, Homura Akemi, a magical girl herself, urges them to not accept the offer, stating that everything is not what it seems. A story of hope, despair, and friendship. Maho Shoujo Madoka Magica deals with the difficulties of being a magical girl and the price one has to pay to make their dreams come true. <clears throat> that is a really good synopsis yeah it really is i, I like i felt really, that dude it doesn't really reveal too much yeah like, it, it gives you an idea but it's yeah, exactly because you're just like hoping despair question mark yeah there was a lot of despair there <laughs> oh we're of suffering despair. dude holy shit dude it was Whew. I mean, we're not suffering because stuff, but I'll let yeah. you guys know. Yeah, okay. But uh, this was animated, like I said earlier, in 2011, and it was animated by Studio Shaft. So have you heard of Studio Shaft before, Michael? Uh, yes, I couldn't tell you what else they've done, though. Okay, so Studio Shaft has also done the Monogatari series, which is, you know, Bake Monogatari, Nisei Monogatari, Tsuki Monogatari, whatever Gatari you can think of. Um, they also did Nisei Koi. I don't know if you saw Nisekoi. Mm -hmm. um, that one's a pretty good one. Uh, March Comes In Like a Lion, which is a phenomenal show. Very beautiful show. And uh, they're, they're known for what's called the Shaft Head Tilt, which has a character tilting their head, looking at the camera. Yeah, you see it? Yeah, Michael sees it. <laughs> the, the what head tilt? The Shaft. The shaft head tilts. It's uh, oh when God. a character tilts their head, right? They're like tilting their head, whatever. They're looking backwards, looking what they they tilt their head and they look directly into the camera and they say a line. And that is that's that's like you know peak shaft. Yeah. <laughs> they do very stylized anime, I would say. Besides, well, besides Niseko, yeah. I don't think Niseko is very stylized. But Monogatari is very stylized. Madoka Magic is very stylized. March comes in like a lion is very stylized. Uh, Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei, which I didn't mention earlier, is super stylized. And you can see that in spades with the styles in Madoka Magica. The cutesy yeah. parts, the not I, cutesy parts. I was, uh, since we're talking about animation, there was, <laughs> I was, okay, first episode, there were definitely some moments where I was kind of like, oh, the animation's a little weird because it would be like a wide shot of two characters, but they were like drawn so, mm, how do I put it? Like so rud rudimentary. 
literally is that a word yeah i want to say like they're like children's drawings kind of yeah 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 that i was like oh that's a little weird i quickly got over that and i think because i was so impressed with like the way they would do the eyes oh yeah because it was like it was all this like cohesive style mm-hmm. now keep in mind i'm not like an artist or anything <laughs> but i just thought like this is a really cool choice but the eyes were they always looked like they were sketched does that make sense yeah that makes like, sense yeah that was like fair. it was like everything else was super refined in a certain style and then the eyes were just like super sketched and i think that lended itself to um to like uh, sort of engaging with that we talked about it last time right the like right the emotions that are unsaid like the body language <laughs> yeah i can't think dude i'm sorry no God, you're I'm good i'm all fucking go for it words. you're doing fine but i think that really like lended itself to like that aspect of it you know because keep in mind like these are middle school girls yeah they're right? in they're, eighth they're and ninth grade children but they're dealing with some incredibly heavy stuff and so I think, like, just the way they did the eyes, like, I don't know, dude, there was just something about it. It was able to capture a lot of emotion, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Oh, yeah, it's uh, fantastic. So long story long, I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was cool. I-, I love, like, the very bright children's style that they start off with, and that's yeah. in more of the real-life things. Excuse me, more of the real-life aspects of the show. And then the other art style it has, very... What's that yeah, artist's dude. name that has like all the funky shapes and everything? You know who I'm talking That's about? A, uh, um, Picasso? Not Dolly? Picasso. Maybe. No. Uh, Maybe it was Picasso. Maybe you're Michelangelo? right. Michelangelo? Michelangelo. Donatello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it has like all these very dark looking things. You know, the, the colors yeah. are a lot more muted in this in this other uh, art style. It's a lot more muted compared to the pastel colors, I would say, of the characters and of the show in when it's in real life. So I love that it juxtaposes itself, just like the content of the show, which I think yeah. is phenomenal. It's amazing. I love every second of it. But uh, Shaft does a great job. I think when it comes to stylized shows, Shaft is one of the best, and they have been one of the best for a long-ass time. Um, oh to man! Be with you, I think one of the as much as I enjoyed the animation and the style, mm-hmm. I did have such a hard time watching it when it would like switch over to the other like world. I guess. Yeah. Um, I had such a like it was just it was a lot of stimulus for me, and so like I already don't like bright like not bright but like flashing like colors and like when stuff is on the screen and it just like flashes really quick. I already can't do that because it overstimulates me. And like, holy shit, there's a lot of that. Oh yeah. It goes in hard. If you're going to watch it, just be aware of that. Cause I was definitely more than once having to like watch it. Like I was watching a horror movie, you know, like watching it through my fucking hand. It's definitely unsettling and it's like very assaulting on your senses, which I think is is perfect for that but uh we'll get into that later um so it was animated by shaft uh really cool but it was uh written by the mad magica quartet which is a group of four writers uh those being akiyuki shinbo atsuhiro iwakami gen urobuchi and ume aoki and um 
out of those four, I want to talk about Akiyuki Shinbo and Gen Urobuchi. But uh, those are those are the four people responsible for creating Madoka Magica. So we'll go with our boy Akiyuki Shinbo. And I think what he brings into the writing part of the aspect is he's with like uh, one of his most famous works is Magical Girl Lyrical Nonoha, which is obviously a Magical Girl show. And this is a Magical Girl show. So I think he feel like he was the more... I don't know if this is right. This is my speculation just based on the works that he's done. He was more on the, you know, the the structure of what being a magical girl is and everything, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he he does like really good, really good stuff. Like everything he does always feels like it's really solid. Like he did uh, Hitamari sketch. I don't know if you've seen Hitamari sketch or Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei, which is another really my heart one maria holic which is really really insane and obviously bakemonogatari uh these are all really like well-written shows that make i I don't know i don't want to say make things seem cool or like very stylized streamlined but that's that's what it feels like so i give big props to akiyuki shinbo for a lot of these things because he has worked on a, a shit ton of series and he's, you know, pretty much a Shaft mainstay. Yeah. But uh, the other one. Oh, boy, the other one. Gen Urobuchi. So, the first... The first piece of Gen Urobuchi media, or, like, whatever, content that he created that I consumed was a visual novel that came out in 2003 called Saya no Uta. And that... That visual novel's fucked, okay? That visual novel's <laughs> fucked. They just released it on Steam, I think, like, last year. If you have a chance to check it out, I highly recommend checking it out. Because it, it's definitely a classic. It's definitely earned the praise that it's been given. Um, but other than that, he's also written Psychopaths, which is another okay. phenomenal show. I think you've heard of Psychopaths, right? I... Did we watch... I think we might... When, when did it come out? 2012 i think we might have seen the first episode we might have done that yeah i think you showed it to me yeah and uh my favorite of his besides madoka magica is fate zero which is in my opinion the best fate oh okay i can't say the best fate because i haven't seen the the most recent movies but uh fate zero whoo that is We'll we'll probably cover that on the podcast. I'm not gonna lie, because that's okay. one of my favorite shows. So it's 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 really good. It is really good. It's a lot of people's entry into the Fate series, and there's a good reason Gen Urobuchi is known as a phenomenal. You know, he's a prolific writer in the anime industry. Yeah, and I I think Madoka Magica has just really solid really solid writing. Uh, you know, the interactions between the characters. I I would. They, they seem, they seem like right. Everything seems great. So I think a lot of the success is of this show is credited to, oh man, I just can't get over it. this man who created, who <laughs> wrote Sayano Uta. Like if you guys have seen it at all, it is, whoo, it is something. It, it is a big, big something. And then he goes on, you know, to create Fate Zero, to write Fate Zero and Madoka Magica. It's phenomenal. But I think the writers really 
like the team, the Magicka Quartet, really like the the stars aligned, and that's how we got Madoka Magicka, and it's phenomenal. Okay, enough of me, you know, just freaking. I don't want to. Just okay, enough of me fanboying about the the writers because they're all really good. How about that? Hey man, you do you, bro. <laughs> All right, let's talk. Okay, there's another thing I'm gonna fanboy about. All right, let's do it. But first, Mike, what do you think of the of the music? Um, I thought that the the uh, intro song fucking slapped, dude. Oh my goodness! It, it was, <laughs> it was. I it to me it was a little bit like the theme for Gosick, which we covered in episode one, <clears throat> and that it was like super upbeat and like, oh yeah, this is a fucking banger. It slaps. But you don't realize how fucking dark this shit is. <laughs> oh yeah. Like at all. You like I I'm fucking dude, I, when I was watching it, every time it would I and every time it would come up, I'd start bopping, dude. I'd start fucking like, you know? This is definitely uh, one I did not skip the jamming, opening bro. on any yeah, episode. Dude. I've seen this 100%. show like six times or something right and i have not skipped the opening i fucking love claris that's the the opening yeah. of the of the show is connect by claris okay and uh they do a bunch of other openings uh they did it for nisekoi they did it for Rimo. um we saw Rimo. yeah we're gonna oh, fuck you <laughs> fuck you <laughs> But uh, I love Claris. They're great. I troll, dude. I jam to them all the time. They're so good. <laughs> but uh, I some of my favorite music that I've heard in anime has come from a group called Califina. And they did the ending to this show. And the ending theme was called Magia. Which uh, obviously Madoka met Ma Ma Magica, Magia, yeah. Magic, Maho Shoujo. It all comes yeah. together. Oh, shit. Dude, it's almost like this is a magical girl show. It's like, exactly. Plot. It's almost like magic is in a genre and in the name, bro. <laughs> Holy shit! My dude. god! Brain blast! Califina has some of my favorite vocalists. Like, they just have some of the most beautiful voices I've ever heard. And uh, my favorite Califina song being uh, To the Beginning, which uh, is in, re uh, not ReZero, Phase Zero. I... Their, their voices are just so beautiful along with the power of the backing instrumentals. Mm -hmm. So, like, when you listen to Magia, it's, it's heavy. It's really heavy. And then their voices are also just really heavy along with it. So it's just like a, you know, an assault on your senses. Like, this yeah. shit is going down. You know what I mean? And uh, this, act this ending actually didn't play until the third episode when shit actually goes down. Um... <laughs> Gotcha. The first ending being uh, Mata Ashita by Aoi Yuki, um, which is a nice, cute ending. It's, it's really cute, right? Yeah. She's, uh, Aoi Yuki is a phenomenal voice actress. If you've ever seen Saga of Tanya the Evil, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's her. I, I, I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive that is her. Um, she is a phenomenal voice actor. Um, she is, she's just amazing. Yeah, she is Tanya the Evil. Okay, I just I checked real quick. Uh, real quick and uh it, it's really cute right it, it lulls you into that sense it's like yeah you're still watching the cute magical girl show michael got baited i know he got baited dude fuck dude 
this entire show is just one big fucking piece of bait, dude. Oh man, one big piece of bait, dude. There, listen, the thing. Okay, I'll just, I don't want to get too much into it before we discuss the episodes. This fucking show, dude, does such a great job of like it fucking baits you and then something crazy happens and you're like, all right, I get it. I understand the show now, but you don't understand the fucking show because then it baits you again. And you're just like constantly just like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. But like in the best way possible. <laughs> oh man. Am okay. I wrong? No, you're completely <laughs> right, wrong? dude. You're completely right. And with that, let's get into the show. Let's do it. It's star- okay. I'm also gonna read the episode list, uh, the 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 name of the episodes because you'll see. Okay, so the f- name of the first episode is "I First Met Her in a Dream" or something, and uh, I want to say the episode names because throughout the episode they'll say the episode name, and then you hear it and you're like, "Oh, fuck!" Especially on multiple viewings, you're like, "Oh, fuck!" Exactly like that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> But it starts off, we get introduced to our main character, Madoka Kaname, and she's just, um, you know, she's waking up, doing her morning routine, going with her girl boss mom, who I, I love her mom, by the way. Dude, her mom's yes, her great. mom's such a girl boss, dude, love her. <clears throat> Freaking love her, you know, she gets her ribbons on, you know, she's got her stay-at-home dad who's living the dream, you know, he's got a great wife, a great family, you know, he gets to just chill, living the dream, very envious. Um... But introduces you to her family life, to all of her family. It's really nice. You get to see, you know, she's obviously loved by her family. She's has a really good relationship with them. So then she goes to school and she meets up with her two friends, uh, Sayaka Miki and Hitomi, whose last name escapes me, but fuck Hitomi. Um, uh, Shizuki? Okay, there you go. Or, uh, right, uh yeah, I yeah. don't. I okay. I'm not a very big fan of Hitomi, yeah. but we'll get into that. She, we'll get into that later. A, she's a nice girl, but fuck her, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the important friend is Sayaka Miki, who is her yes. best friend, and um, her her best friend. Okay, we'll we'll go we'll go on from there. <laughs> <laughs> so then they get to school, and a new transfer student comes, and that transfer student being Homura Akemi who is uh fucking sick you know she's got the long hair yeah. she's super smart she's super athletic she's uh, she does her hair flip she's like Whoosh. it's like yeah look at me bitches super ap- apathetic i guess would be the the correct yeah term. The, when she does interact with madoka she's very apathetic she has she tries not to show any emotion and she's very rigid in what she says and sometimes ominous when they're talking to each other uh, you know, she does ask uh, Madoka if she loves her family, loves her friends, and wants everything yeah. to stay like that. And Madoka's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, stay like that. What? You know, and then they go on from there. But uh, later, after school, Saika, Madoka, and fucking, fucking Hitomi go to the mall. They're all chilling and whatever. She's a nice girl, but we hate her. <laughs> <laughs> and Ma- Madoka hears a voice. And that voice is like, help me, please, Madoka. Help me, help, please. Help, Cruise. <laughs> help me, Jewish God. Help me, Oprah Winifrey. <laughs> so then she, her and Sayaka follow the voice, and they end up meeting uh, injured Kyubei. Yep. Kyubei's running from who they find out to be Homura Akemi. And they find out that she's a magical girl, and it looks like Homura is about to, you know, about to murk Kyubei. 
But uh, out of nowhere, Mami Tomoe comes in. This is a new character. She, she's a little older. She's a new magical girl. She comes in. She's like, yo, Homura, take a hike. And Homura's like, fuck Kyubei. I'm out. <laughs> then she leaves, and Kyubei is basically healed by Mami's powers. And uh, she or Kyubei says that he wants to form a contract with Madoka and Sayaka to make them magical girls. And that's our introduction into, you know, the magical girl worlds, the little cute mascot animal, you know, like Artemis or Luna from Sailor Moon. So in this one, it's Kyubei, the voice of or the face of evil. Every villain is lemons. To be completely honest with you, like as soon as they introduced mommy, I was like, I like her, dude. She's cool. That's my favorite character. Yeah, good old mommy Tomoe. Yeah, she's great. She's fucking sick. And this brings us to our next episode. That would be truly wonderful. Uh, so Mami and Kyubei explain to Saika and Madoka, they're like, we're magical girls. And how we got this power was that Kyubei grants us any wish. Any wish at all. And uh, in return, they become a magical girl and they fight witches. Witches are like curses incarnate. But we'll get more into them later into the series. So then they're all chilling together. They decide, you know, to, you know, discuss what their wishes would be. Madoka and Sayaka, they're, you know, chilling out. They don't go right into becoming a magical girl. Yeah. And uh, Homura visits Madoka again and repeats her warning of don't be a magical girl. Don't just don't do it. She doesn't know what she's getting into. So then after all that, mommy's just like, I'll take you guys into a witch's lair. And here's where the second art style comes into play once they actually enter a witch's lair and it becomes like like cut out puppets and stuff like really creepy drawings it's it feels like it's all hand drawn like creepy fairy tales in the witch's layers or witch's domains yeah um if any of you guys are from guys or gals or non-binary pals Mm -hmm. are familiar with um this is gonna be a really weird comparison but like the slender man game or like slendy. Marble Hornets, you know, that like creepy, like hand drawn, like scribbly, like fucking notes and shit that you have to find. You know what I'm talking about, right, Mark? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, you yeah, know, that, that, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I, <clears throat> um. So they go into this uh, witch's domain and uh, mommy finds and she basically just wrecks the the witch you know she's yeah. like takes it to school she gives it a little spank with a tiro finale yeah bro that was so fucking hype dude it was really cool i was like oh dude i'm fucking pogging all over honestly mommy like kind of just styles on that witch oh 100 percent. she she just hard styles on that witch so after she kills the witch she gets what's called the grief seed which can be used to purify her soul what are they called Soul thing. Soul gem. Soul gem. Soul gem, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the soul gem is where all the magic of the magical girl is stored. You get a soul gem once you turn into one. But the more magic you use and basically the more damage you take, it becomes clouded. So then you use a grief seed to bring it back, to bring back its luster, basically. And bring back, you know, it's not... To bring it back to purity. So mommy's just like, this is what we do. Ha ha ha. Um, So then after that... We go on to the big, like, episode three is where this anime just 
flips. It starts off, you know, it starts off. We got our happy, we got Claris Blaring. I, I fucking love Claris. You better believe I turn my volume all the way up whenever that theme song goes. I still hum the theme song. Like, all, it, it, if you've ever seen my stream, you've heard me humming the Madoka Magica theme song, like, probably more than once. So, you know, we start off with that. We start off with Sayaka, Sayaka Miki, Madoka's best friend. And we want to see what her wish is going to be. So it gives us a little more backstory on her. She visits a boy, her childhood friend, named Kyosuke Kamijo. And uh, he's a violin player. And he's someone that Sayaka admires a lot. Like, admires into, I want to say into love territory. But uh, they're young. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I would say it's an infatuation, I mm -hmm. think is the best way to describe it. That's a good one. Yeah, infatuation. But uh, basically, he was a very talented violin playist. Playist. Violinist. Kettle playist. <laughs> <laughs> but he got into an accident, and basically, you know, he's broken in half. He couldn't play violin anymore. By God. By God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay. So, after we learn what Sayaka's wish is leaning towards you know it's obviously she has feelings for kiyosuke she he's pretty much broken and only a miracle can save him um we go back to them with mommy and mommy tells them about how what her wish was and what circumstances led to her making a wish and it ended up that she was in a traffic accident with her i'm assuming family because she was in the back seat so i'm assuming her family was driving and they they died but uh, Kyubei came to mommy, and she was bleeding out, she was dying, so she made basically a wish to not die. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Makes, makes a whole lot of sense. And through that, she's like, you know, she basically tells Saika to be careful on wishing for things on behalf of other people, because the reason for your wish might not be as pure as you are thinking, you know? It might be yeah. for an ulterior motive. So then Saika, you know, takes that to heart. She she thinks on it. And uh, later that night, we see Madoka uh, asking about wishes with her family. And it, it pretty much, you know, just shows the relationship between her mother and her father. And they have a good family. Um, yeah. yeah, they have a really good loving family. It's really nice. They, she, Madoka always looks to her mother for help, basically. Like, her mother's basically her idol. Yeah. And I'll take that. Yeah, she's, she's a cool mom. And then uh, we get a little snide, uh, snide, a side snippet of Mommy and Homura, like, and Homura basically explains that she doesn't want Madoka to become a magical girl, and Mommy's like, nah, dog, if you want to stop her, you're going to have to get through me, and basically, you know, they would fight if they ever see each other again. So then, um, the next day, they're at the hospital, they're going to go, Saika's going to visit Kyosuke, they're going to do their thing. And uh, they find a grief seed, which is what a witch comes from. And it's very close to activating and hatching into a witch. So, Saika is like, that shit can't happen here. Kyosuke is going to get wrecked. He's already been broken in half, you know. <laughs> so she's like, give me Kyubei. You go find uh, uh, Mami. And I'll stay here and keep watch over. And you guys can, you know, just follow me towards the witch. Mm-hmm. So Madoka and Mami 
uh, Madoka goes gets mommy, and then when they come back, the witch's you know the witch's domain has already been put up, I guess. And they enter into it, and once they enter, they find Homura again, and she's like, "Yo, this isn't the uh, this isn't a wish. You can style on mommy. Chillax, bro." Yeah. And mommy's like, "Nah, dog. I'm gonna shit all over this witch." Oh fuck. <laughs> and so she constricts she binds homura she's just like yeah you're staying here i got this don't worry about it and uh as they're you know as they're walking towards saika madoka is like well i want to be a magical girl because i want to help others and uh, mommy's like man i've always felt lonely being a magical girl but if you become one i won't feel lonely anymore you know she she starts basically like i'm so glad that you're here because i've been so lonely you know being a magical girl doing all this stuff helping people meanwhile she has another one fucking bound up like two feet away exactly (laughs) she's uh she basically she just loves that saika and madoka are there for her because she's been so lonely so then once she makes uh makes her i i guess statement like you know they're gonna be friends they're gonna stay together She's like, all right, I got to go style on this witch real quick, real quick. So, so then while they're fighting, mommy's like kicking ass, right? She's just like, boom, shots, boom, 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 tiro finale. And she thinks she kills it, right? And she's like, man, I style on that, on that fucking bronzy. And then the witch comes out and it yeah. fucking eats mommy's head and kills her right in front of Madoka and she's yeah. just like, and Madoka's just like, oh shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and uh, after mommy <laughs> dies, Homura gets free because, you know, mommy's dead. Yeah. So then she comes, she defeats the witch, and uh, basically saves Madoka and Sayaka. And that's how that's how that ends. And then we get, you know, Magia kicking in right at the end of that. And I was Do like, you- mommy! <laughs> Do you remember we were in Discord when I was watching that episode? Yeah. Yeah. I literally, I didn't say anything. I, I was watching it and I just went, what the fuck? And Marco, <laughs> oh, Michael just finished episode three. <laughs> <laughs> like he just oh, fucking, dude, do you remember that running gag, that like running joke we had in uh, college where like any of my favorite characters in anime would just inevitably die? They're just dead, dude. Oh I think my this is God. a new record, dude. Episode three. <laughs> Poor mommy, man. Yeah, I can never say somebody is my favorite character because they just die. Oh, poor mommy, Toma. Yeah, but she yeah. gets uh, mommy uh, is a little in over her head. I would say yep. <laughs> she yeah, dies. It's pretty that bad. Was such a, dude, it was honestly though. It's, it was a little comedic. Comedic. She was like, you yes. laugh. She's then, dying, and you laugh. And then she was like, I fucking styled on this witch. And then the witch is like, oh, I'm not a witch. You know? It was like fucking Crocodile Dundee. You call that a witch? This This is is a witch. witch. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it's crazy how, like, you just see it zoom in on Mommy's face, and she's just like, you know, she has the uh face, you know, like like she knows that she's just dead. And then... And then the silhouette. And then it basically just eats her head, right? And then you see her, yeah. her headless body fall, and then it just chows down on her body. Yeah. Well, you see the silhouette, like a side profile, right? Of like the monster, the witch's mouth is closed. Yeah. And it's just like the neck down, just hanging there limp. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh. It is. It is hardcore, man. It is. Yeah, Holy dude, it shit. It was insane. 
It is whoo, crazy. But yeah, that's the uh, that's the big turning point where you're like, wait a second, this isn't cute. This is mommy yep. just died. You know, she got wrecked. And but um, you know, the show must go on, even yeah. if mommy's dead. And that brings us to episode four: miracles and magic are real. So after this whole event, Saika continues to worry over Kyosuke because she's just like, holy shit, people are dying when they are killed. And Madoka, Madoka is just like, this is where she becomes very scared after witnessing Mommy's death. And she yeah. doesn't want to be a magical girl anymore. And she tells Kyuubei as much. So he's, Kyuubei, is just, Kyuubei is just like, peace. You know, he, he eats himself out of there. And uh, Homura basically approaches Madoka and is just like, this is the destiny of magical girls this is what happens so don't j j just don't you know just just don't <laughs> and basically what happens when they do die uh they'll be considered missing and then the case will be closed after that and people will just forget about it this is where madoka vows she'll never forget mommy or the fact that homura saved her life i love all the little like emotional glances that homura has when whenever madoka yeah. talks to her because you can see either like the pain in her face, the melancholy, the sadness of whenever she interacts with Madoka, and you're just like, you know, if you when you're first watching it, you're just like, why is she, why is she making that face? You know, yeah, what is she? Is she okay? Is she good? And um, okay, so after that, uh, it switches back to Saika and Kyosuke, and uh, Kyosuke is like, fuck this, my body's broken, I can't be oh, a violinist, bro. That okay. So, uh, <coughs> fucking, oh my God, I already forgot their names, bro. Holy shit, dude. Who? Uh, Sayaka, yeah. she was always taking him records, right? For him to listen to. Yeah. Because he's like the musician or whatever. Yeah. And he fucking straight up hissy fits out. You think I actually like this music? I hate you. I hate he you. Straight up Anakin Skywalker. He dude. does. And, um, to be fair, his dream, his passion and everything is yeah. to make him, is making music. And he does not have that ability anymore. You know, that's taken from him. Yeah. And he kind of, this is where he breaks down and he's like, I can't, like, you know, he basically blows up on Saika. And this is when Saika's just like, you know, let's make a contract, Kyubei. Yeah. Fucking Saika yeah. making terrible decisions. So that's her wish for Kyosuke to be healed and she becomes a magical girl. And uh, while out in the city, after talking to Homura, Madoka's, you know, just going back home and she sees a uh, fucking Hitomi um, with a witch's kiss on her. And that is like, they're being basically affected by a witch and yeah. they're going to kill They're You know, they're going to kill themselves basically. So Madoka's like, wait a second. I know Hitomi. I can't let that happen to Hitomi. So then they're, you know, they're all going to kill themselves. She meets up with like a group of people. They're all going to kill themselves. And then Saika comes to the rescue and is like, nah, dog, I got this. And she takes out, well, Sorry to interrupt. Go for before it. Before that, they're mixing up a concoction of something in like a mop bucket. Right. And it's Madoka that like sees the bottle and she has a flashback to her mom telling her about the exact same product. Like, yeah, this will kill you if you drink it. Exactly. So don't ever do that. Mm -hmm. And then she like realizes what's just like, that's when she realizes like, oh, they're going to like, they're going to unalive themselves. Exactly. Right. And so she picks up the the well she tries unsuccessfully to get them to understand that it's they're gonna you know unalive so she picks up the bucket and like straight up just throws it through a window yeah 
and then they all turn on her and they're all gonna like go after her right right and then that's when uh that's when psycho psycho comes in and she's like hey i use my wish to cure kyosuke haha and homer is just like the fuck did you just do what the fuck did you just say (laughs) and she's like basically you know calls him an idiot and uh after that we get introduced to our fourth main no fifth main character kyoko sakura who is like she's the tough girl basically you know she's like pretty unhappy that saika is gonna take over mommy's area uh to protect basically mm-hmm. so that that's the end of episode four and we move on to episode five there's no way i'll ever regret it so both madoka and homura are just like saika that's uh yeah. you should have done that shouldn't have done that Mm-mm. nope so then uh, it goes up, goes back to Saika and she's like, I'm going to go visit Kyosuke. And Kyosuke is like, how the fuck did I get better? And she's like, it's a miracle. Ha ha. <laughs> so she wheels him up to the roof and I guess his parents are there. And he's like, Kyosuke, play this violin again. And Kyosuke is like, ah. Oh. So then he plays the violin and it's like, it's pretty. It's like, it's like all right, cool. That's cool. <laughs> I guess, you know. <laughs> so then Madoka is just like, she's hanging out with Homura. And she's like, do you want to become friends with Saika so you can protect her so she doesn't suffer the same fate as Mommy? You know, because Madoka is just really concerned about Saika. She doesn't want her to die yeah. just like um, Mommy. But Homura's like, she became a math- magical girl. There's nothing she can do to be saved. And I was just, and you know, she's, she's really harsh. And like, you can see the yeah. conflict in Homura's face. Because she really doesn't want Madoka to become a magical girl. It, it physically pains her to see Madoka go towards that way. And, you know, understandable, which when, when we'll find out later. Yeah. So then um, after they separate, Madoka, Madoka uh, joins up with Saika. And they're like, let's go witch hunting together. Ha ha. So then they're hunting a witch. And this is where Kyoko makes her presence known to them. And she's just like, yeah, I'm, I only collect grief seeds. I don't give a fuck if anybody dies. I'm just here to kill witches and collect the grief yeah. seeds. I became a magical girl for me, basically. And Sayaka's like, nah, dog, that ain't right. So then they fight. Madoka's standing on the sideline. She's like, I can't do anything. Stop it, please. And Kyoko basically just beats the shit out of Sayaka. Like, Sayaka has no chance. She's a rookie. Yeah. Kyoko's been doing this longer. Kyoko's just a better fighter. There's like there's no chance for her, so she gets wrecked, and then Homura is just like I can't you know take seeing Madoka sad like this, so she comes in and she's like, Yo Kyoko, chill, you know just just chill. <laughs> so that's how that episode ends. Just like chill, Kyoko. Chill the fuck out, bro. Chill the fuck out, bro. You know, and uh, this is where we get a taste, a bigger taste of uh, Homura's powers, because even Kyoko's like, what kind of power was that? Because it looks like she's basically just using instant transmission, right? Yeah. Like, just zoop, zoop, zoop. She just goes wherever she, she wants to. So, Saika gets her ass kicked. Uh, Homer is just like, yeah, Kyoko, don't do not do that. And Kyoko is just like, yeah, fuck, fuck you, Saika. But uh, honestly, yeah. So then we go on to episode six. This just can't be right. Um, and it picks up right after that. You know, with Homura knocking Saika unconscious, and she's just like, get the hell out of here, Kyoko. And then she's like, Madoka, how many fucking times have I told you to give up 
any of this. Get get out of here. You know, basically get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and Madoka's like, I can't. Sayaka's my best friend. So then, um, yeah, we, sorry to you, but I would have been like, peace out, Mark. Peace, bro. <laughs> Later. <laughs> so then we see Saika talking to Kyubei. She's frustrated, obviously, you know, because she got her ass kicked by Kyoko. Yeah. And uh, Kyubei is like, well, you honestly don't have that much of an aptitude for it. You know, basically, she like she's not. She's not meant to be a fighter. She's never going to be yeah, the best fighter. Yeah, he tells her, you fucking suck, dude. Like, I don't Basically. know why the fuck you made this deal, dude, but fucking joke's on you, baby. And then he also throws in, oh, by the way, Madoka has the potential to be the most powerful magical girl of all time. And she's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, good old Saika. This is, okay, good job, Saika. She's like, I don't want to get Madoka involved. And I'm like, thank you, Saika. Just keep, keep, yeah. keep going with that. Keep going with that. <laughs> And uh, then we see Homura confront Kyoko, and this is where we get our main, one of the main driving forces of the show, which is that Valpurgisnacht is coming in two weeks, and Valpurgisnacht is, like, the strongest witch. Um, I'm pretty sure it's German for, like, yeah. witch's night, or night of the witch or something. It's a, it's a cool word. I like it. I mean, definitely German. Valpurgisnacht. And I'm pretty sure it means... Night of the Witch or something. Sure. I can I can look it up real quick while you're, while uh, you're doing your thing. Uh yes. Okay, never mind. I looked it up. Yes. No, it's no go for it. Like you oh, can yeah. okay. Gotcha. And uh Kyoko's like, alright, I'll help you find it. I mean, I guess so we can. And um we see Saika becoming more and more frustrated, like she's she gets wrecked over everything, right? She's just like she she heals Kyosuke, and he doesn't you know seem any di- different towards her. And she, I I feel like Saika just has really low self esteem. Yeah. And it doesn't help when Kyubei's like, yeah, you fucking blow, kid. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my goodness. So then, um, Saika meets up with Kyoko again, and they get into another fight on a bridge. But before they can fight, Madoka and Homura come. And Madoka basically takes Saika's soul gem. This is where she gets her power, where everything is stored. Yeah. Oh, dude, and she just yeah. chucks that shit. She's like, yo, Saika, Holy look at this. Shit, Woo! And she chucks that shit. And when she throws it, Saika just... She ragdolls, right? Yeah. And Madoka is just like, well, what happened? And Kyubei is like, well, that was her soul, and you just threw her soul away. And everybody is like, what? So then uh, Homura gets it back. And, you know, they learn that basically their human, they, their body is nothing anymore because the only thing that matters is their soul. And their body is just an empty husk. You know, it's what they act through, but it, it's, it's literally just an empty husk. And, you know, understandably, they get pissed because they, they, they didn't sign up to be a, an empty husk. You know, they didn't sign up to get their soul turned into that little thing. And um, that puts us into our next episode. Can you face your true feelings, Michael? Uh, real quick. Go for it. So <laughs> I, I found it, I guess. Nice. Uh, Walpurgisnacht, right? Is that how you say it? Walpurgisnacht. Walpurgisnacht. Uh, it is actually Walpurgisnight, which is... I just had it here. Uh, an abbreviation of St. Saint- Valpurgis Night, uh, also known as Saint 
Valperga's Eve is the eve of the Christian feast day of St. Valperga, an 8th century abbess in Francia, and is celebrated on the night of April 30th and the day of May 1st. The feast commemorates the canonization of St. Valperga and the movement of her relics to Eichstatt, both of which occurred uh, May 1st, 870. Oh, interesting. So that is, I guess, the historical thing behind it. That that's cool. I like it. I'm about yeah, it. And then I'm tr- oh, dude, holy shit! It, it gives it gives me a de- definition, but it's in German. Nice. You know so German, I, don't you, Michael? Uh, you know what? I actually took six weeks of German in elementary school. Oh, yeah. You remember the fine arts wheel? Guten Tag. Is that German? That is German. Ooh. Uh, I can say eins, zwei, try, which is one, two, three, and that's all I remember. Nice, nice. I guess Guten Tag, Auf Wiedersehen. Uh, oh, so the, the German translation, or the German definition translates to night on May 1st, in which, according to popular belief, the witches meet on the Blocksburg and do their mischief. Ooh, there you go. Witches. I like it. I always yeah. like that word, Walpurgisnacht. I thought it was nice. Are you going to get a tattoo now? Oh, totally. I'm going to get a tramp just ri- stamp. Just oh. right on your... Oh, I was going to say on your forehead. Oh, okay. You know, something not as uh, not as uh, controversial. Makes sense. Makes sense. As a tramp stamp. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Saika, obviously everybody's angry at QA. They're like, wait a second. You know, that wasn't part of the contract. And QA is just like, yeah, I did it because, you know, basically if you take a mortal wound... As long yeah. as your soul gem is intact, you can heal it up. You know, and he's like, humans are very squishy. Yeah. And this makes it so it's easier for the magical girls to not be killed. Yeah, dude. So that moment where, like, she takes the soul gem and then throws it. Yeah. Right? And then she collapses. I honestly had no fucking idea what was going on until she was told, like, you just fucking murdered her. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, dude, I was, in the, I was in the house watching it, and I just kept going, no, she fucking, killed, she fucking murdered her best friend. She murdered her. Murder. murder. <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, Saika's like, everybody's pissed off. Everybody goes their own way. And then Kyoko's just like, I need to talk with you, Saika. So then they go to a church that, a church that was where... Kyoko's father used to preach, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kyoko tells what tells Saika what her wish was, that um, she wanted people to listen to her father, you know, and not disregard his controversial beliefs. And she made a contract with Kyubei, and she was like, people need to listen to her father's sermons. So then, okay, that works. Everybody's listening to his sermons and everything. But then he found out that it was not because of what he was saying, it was because of magic. So he broke down, he killed his entire family, except for Kyoko, and then killed himself. So, he got fucked, you know, that was, yeah. yikes. That was, holy shit. He left Kyoko alone, basically, and you can tell why Kyoko's a little a little aggressive, a little bitter, a little angry. I would I'd be, you know, it's reasonable. Yeah, dude, 100 And that's why she's like, I'm never gonna live for other people, because it backfired, and that's what happened. You know, so she's only gonna only gonna live for herself. And Saika's basically like, "Sorry, but I can't do that. I have to, you know, help other people. I have to." So then the next day, uh, everybody's walking to school. Saika, Hitomi, and Madoka 
and they see Kyosuke has also returned to school. But Saika's like, no, I'm not going to talk to him. And then out of fucking nowhere, Kitomi's just like, by the way, Saika, I'm in love with Kyosuke. And Saika's just like, what? You, what? You've never even met this guy. She's like, yeah. I've always been in love with him. <laughs> and I'm just like, this- dude, it, it was so cold fucking blooded, dude. Exactly. She goes up to Saika and she's like, hey, so I have to tell you something. So, All right, what's going on? Yeah, that fucking broken in half boy who I've literally never spoken to and have only ever seen from across the fucking courtyard. I love him and I want to be his forever. And Saika is just like, okay. Yeah, and okay, why, like he told me he's like you? the popular chick, you know. Yeah. She she's rich. She's uh, I think she you know she's got good looks, and Saika's very yeah. low self esteem. So she but hears Saika- this. Yeah, Saika's just like, why the fuck are you telling me? And then doesn't Hitome tell her, like, listen, I know you don't want to say anything, but you have a thing for him. Yeah, that's literally I'm giving you 24 hours to confess to him how you feel. If you don't tough shit, I'm going after him. He's mine, bitch. Literally, yeah. Like, Hitome goes fucking hard into it. Yeah, dude. And I'm just like, ah! You fucking suck, you told me, but at least you're giving her a chance. Okay, you know, this is this yeah, is all this is all in Saika's court. Some fucking friend though, dude. Right? These are friends, by the way. Yeah. So Saika's just like, yeah, there's no way he'll love me when he told me's there. Like she 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 basically gives up, right? Because yeah. she has very low self-esteem. He told me's, you know, the it girl. She got you know, she's rich, the looks and everything. And She's also very, she doesn't think that she's human anymore because her soul's not in her body. She's just like, I'm a zombie, I'm a husk, I'm nothing. There's no way Kyosuke will ever be able to be with me because I'm not human anymore. So then this is where Saika starts her descent into not good territory. Yeah. So she and Madoka go into a witch's domain and uh, she basically goes full cray cray when fighting this witch. Like, uh, Kyoko comes in at one point. She's like, I'll help you out, Saika. And Saika's like, get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. And she just, like, she starts laughing, you know, crazy. She got the crazy laugh. And she's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. And then she's, like, slapping it with her sword and blood's going everywhere. And it's, it's, it's not good. It's really bad. And she, you can, you can tell that something is very, very wrong with, uh, Saika. Yeah. And then we go on to episode eight, which is one of my favorite titled episodes. I was stupid. So stupid. Because, yeah, she was she did some stupid stuff. This is very true. So it starts off, you know, Saika's defeated the switch. Cool. But she's like, yeah, I don't need this grief seed. Fuck it. And uh, Madoka's like, wait a second, Saika, but you do need it. And uh, Sayaka's like, you wouldn't understand. You're not a magical girl. And then she just like, you know, cheeses it. She's like, I'm out. And uh, then we cut to Homura and Kyoko, and they're dis- they're discussing Valpurgis Knock. You know, uh, Homura is basically just like, yo, uh, I can't take this by myself. I need your help. We have to do this together. And that's where Kube like basically crashes their meeting, and he's like. Very suspicious. He's very sus on Homura. Because he's like, I don't remember ever giving you powers or whatever. 
And uh, she basically brushes it off, and he Kubei relays the message that something bad will happen to Saika if her soul gem is not cleansed. So then Saika doesn't, you know, she she's off doing her thing. She doesn't go back home. She doesn't do anything, and just watches as Hitomi confesses to Kyosuke the very next day. She basically NTRs herself while she's why did, did i send you that tiktok of when uh quasimodo was looking at esmeralda and, yes and he's just like yeah. distraught with himself while they're all making yeah. out and he's like ah yeah ah, and he like rips apart the card and he's like oh ah. that, that's basically yeah. what she does right and it <laughs> that that's basically the tipping point so then Sayaka is just like, it's done. I'm done. And she she turns into a witch because her despair outweighed everything else. And she turns into a witch. So then um, Homura is there. Uh, Kyoko's there and Madoka. And Homura's like, I'm going to kill. Oh, well, first Kyoko and Madoka go in to see if they can save Sayaka. But they're just like, no. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. I lied yeah, to you, you guys. You I, skipped, skipped you skipped I skipped something. I skipped something. Pretty big thing. Dude. I did. I did. I did. Big oops. So, Homura is going to kill Sayaka to spare, you know, Madoka from watching her suffer and turn into a witch. Okay. And then Kyoko, this is where Kyoko's like, no, we can't. Sayaka's going to be you, fine. You skipped even before that, the train? Yeah, that happens after that part. No. Yeah. 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 So then, this is where Kyubei's coercing Madoka into oh, becoming okay, a magical okay. girl and uh homura just comes in and shoots kubei and that's where madoka's like holy oh shit you shot yes, him dude. that fucking part dude was so insane dude the way they did it too because he's just there and then there's just a fucking bullet hole dude that was like, great i fucking love that his, oh my god dude it's so fucking so good yeah and uh you know again homura's like why can't you just stop it stop being so self-sacrificing and madoka is just like She's like, I get the feeling we've met before. And, you know, she, she just leaves it at that. And then she goes to find Sayaka. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's when another Kyubei appears and is like, you're not from this time period, are you, Homura? And she's just like, go! And where everybody's like, go! So, yeah, we find out that Homura is not from this time period. And then uh, Kyoko finds Sayaka with the two men that she killed on the train yeah who were talking some mad shit about some you know one of their girls and Saika just kills them yep and then this is when she finally transforms into a witch and we learn from Kyubei that a magical girl is you know destined to become a witch once their grief is overwhelms them and uh oh yeah the, the i was stupid so stupid is when taika is talking and she's just like you know she's reflecting on everything and then she like does the shaft head tilt and she looks into the camera she's all crying she's like i was stupid so stupid and that that scene is always so great and then she turns into a witch you know and yeah yep so then she this is the next episode this is episode nine i never allow that to happen and Kyoko, you know, uh, Saika, which Saika appears before Kyoko and Homura comes and uses her power, which is time manipulation to help Kyoko escape. And she brings Saika's husk of a body to Madoka. 
Ooh, and then Homura like reveals to both of them that the witch was actually Sayaka and that her soul gem transformed into a grief seed and turned her into a witch. And this is where we get some backstory of what Kyubei is. Kyubei, you know, appears before Madoka and is like, my race is known as a race, uh, we're known as incubators. And what they do basically is they choose girls, you know, in their teens and raise them to become witches in order to obtain the powerful energy from when they turn into a magical girl into a witch to prevent the heat death of the universe, basically. Because the universe is losing energy and they need to make energy. And how they do that is they turn girls into magical girls and when they turn into a witch, they release a ton of energy and they take that energy. And uh, Madoka learns that they're also, you know, they're emotionless. They don't understand human morals. And she's like, what the fuck, Kyubei? You know, you know understandably. Yeah. And she is desperately holding on to there's a way to save Sayaka. There's a way to turn her back from being a witch. There, there has to be a way. So Kyoko's like, you know, after she had her little heart to heart with Sayaka in the church, she like started seeing Sayaka as a friend. And she's like, come on, Madoka, we'll go save Sayaka. So then they enter the portal and uh, Kyoko is like, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll defend you while you try to talk to Sayaka since you were her best friend. You have to, you know, get through to her basically. And it ends up not working and Saika attacks Madoka and Kyoko is just like, well, fuck. So then she, Homura comes and Kyoko's like, take Madoka. I gotta, I gotta take care of Saika. And she uses her ultimate attack to not only kill Saika, but kill herself by uh, destroying her own soul gem. And uh, Kyubei comes in is just Too like, much, yeah, there, it's crazy. Kyubei comes in is like, yeah, there was never a way to save Saika. And he's like, it was his plan the whole time to get Kyoko killed so that uh, Homura would need to ask Madoka to become a magical girl to fight while Pergus knocked. And I was just like, fuck Kyubei. Dude, Kyubei, oh my I'm god. I'm telling you, I didn't trust that motherfucker from the beginning, bro. <laughs> Especially when he was going on his little, like, he was explaining, you know, like, I'm an alien race and, like, we don't understand emotions. Like we see emotions as a sign that I don't know. What did he say on our planet? Uh, anybody that displays emotion is considered mentally ill. Exactly. I was like, whoa. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, bro. Yeah. It is crazy. And then uh, we get to the big reveal on Homura in episode 10. I won't rely on anyone anymore. And this is where we see when Homura first came into this where she's all shy. She's not the, you know, she's not the Chad Homura that we know. She, she's beta Homura right now. And um, she's still a transfer student. And this yep. is when she first meets Madoka. And she's like, she's got no confidence. She's been in the hospital because of a heart condition. And everything's just not good, going good for her. She's very, she's not good in school. She's not good at sports. She's, you know, she's, she's just not having a good time. So one day she's walking back from school and she gets attacked by a witch, but she's rescued by Madoka and Mami. And they become friends and they're like, you know, uh, Homura is just like, wow, I have friends now. And then Valpurgisnacht comes and Madoka and Mami are both killed against Valpurgisnacht. So Homura is like, I, I, I can't let that happen. So she makes a contract with Kyubei. And her wish is to go back in time so that she can protect Madoka, which gives her the time traveling powers. So that when she goes back in time and she meets them again, 
She's a little more confident this time. She has, you know, she knows what her mission is and she wants to save Madoka and Mami. So then she becomes a magical girl. She's ready to go. And she actually really like her powers because when she's like getting her stuff, she's like, well, I'm just going to freeze everybody and take all these firearms and learn how to make explosives. Yeah. And it's just like, holy shit. Okay. Okay. Homer, I see you. So then it gets to the fight with Valpurgis knocked again. And Homura witnesses Madoka basically becoming a witch. And this is where she learns that magical girls become witches. And she's like, okay, next time, next time I'll save everyone. So then she goes into another time loop. She meets everybody again. She becomes a magical girl. And she tells them they bec- they're going to become witches when, you know, when their soul gem turns into a grief seed. And nobody believes her. They just think that she's full of shit. And then Saika becomes a witch. And oh my god, dude. Fucking yeah. they killed Sayaka and then the, mommy goes crazy and mercs Kyoko. Yeah, oh dude. Oh. <laughs> and then she's gonna merc Homura, but then Madoka mercs mommy. Yes, dude. And it's just like everybody's dying, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god, dude. Oh my god. You you know that meme where it's like the three people in the church? And they're like sitting like, you know, back to back or whatever. And they all have guns pointed on each other. Oh my goodness. No. And then there's like, you know, you've never seen no. that meme? Yes, you have. Maybe I have. 100%. Maybe dude. I have. Oh my God. Yeah, everybody just dies, right? Bro, it was insane. So then it's left with Homura and Madoka to fight Balpurgisnacht, right? Yes. So then they fight. They win, presumably, but they're going to turn into witches because they're just... All right, listen, I'm linking this in the chat, dude, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. Assassination chain. Let's see this. Yes. Let's see this. Um... And then you got to scroll down. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, yeah, okay. I didn't know it. I'm just dumb. Yeah. Idiot. Where was I? Oh, yeah, yeah. So this time, you know, in this timeline, they fight Valpurgisnacht, but their soul gems are depleted. They're about to become into, they're about to turn into witches. So then Madoka gives Homura her last grief seed to basically purify her soul gem and tells Homura to go back in time and to stop them from being fooled by Kyubei. She then asks Homura to kill her before turning into a witch. So then Homura, like, fucking... Just shoots her in the head, and I'm just like, oh my god, dude. Yeah. And this, like, just breaks Homura, right? She, this is where she gets her cold personality, where she's just like, this isn't going to happen this time. And then we go into the current timeline, where she's just like, I'm, I'm going to save you this time. You know, we're not going to fall for Kyubei's tricks. And she's just really cold this time. Oh my goodness. And that, yeah, episode 10 is just like, holy shit, dude. Bro, episode 10 is where I was like, bro, this is some fucking like Marvel level shit right here, bro. <laughs> I was like, all these fucking. T- okay. So when episode 10 started playing, I was so fucking confused. I was legit like, did I miss something? I, I was like, I had to have skipped an episode. Mm. So I had to like go back to episode nine and I was like, no, I just saw this. What the fuck is going on? And then, yeah, dude. Oh my God. Why? 
Why? Why do they have to bring time travel into it? My fucking Hell brain yeah, brother. <laughs> so then, episode 11. The only thing I have left to guide me. Kyubei reveals to Homura the reason why Madoka has the potential to become the most powerful witch or magic or you know and magical girl in existence is because Homura's constant trips back in time have re- have basically resulted in Madoka becoming the center point of countless timelines. You know, and a magical girl is determined by the relative effect of their role on fate. So all these timelines are interweaving into Madoka. So she's like, she's just insanely powerful, right? And uh, after Sayaka's funeral, uh, Kyubei basically shows Madoka the history of magical girls and how they shape civilization. Civilization. So we see like people like Joan of Arc, Cleopatra, you know, a bunch of famous people have become magical girls and that's why they shaped history they did and this basically just causes you know extreme distress in madoka and madoka's mother best mom junko she's just like you know i can't she she knows something is up with madoka basically she's like you know she she knows yeah. her daughter so she's talking to her teacher she's like i i don't know she won't tell me and but she knows that something's going on with her right well i think at one point she doesn't she even just like straight up ask her like do you know what happened to sayaka yeah she does and like Madoka's she knows like, she no. knows that madoka Madoka is involved in some way. Yeah. And that there's something she's not telling the police. Yeah. And then after that, Madoka goes to see Homura, who unconvincingly is just like, yeah, I can handle Valpergus Noct by myself. I don't need fucking Kyoko. She's lame. I can do yeah. it by myself. So then she goes, you know, and Valpergus Noct is coming. People think it's just, you know, extreme weather. So there, yeah. there's like an evacuation thing. Everybody's evacuated into like a convention center or something. I don't know. And um, we see Homura fighting uh, Valpergisnacht. And she does some kick ass things. One of the fucking coolest fights. Oh, yeah. It's super cool. You know, she's like super fucking sick. Shit ton of rocket launchers, big things, explosions. It's like it's super cool. You know, she pulls out all the stops, but she still does get overwhelmed. You know, she can't do anything. And Kyubei is just like, do you want to save Homura? And, um, oh, fucking Kyubei, dude. Yeah, Madoka's like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta go to Homura. And that's when, you know, she, she meets her mom again. And her mom's just like, What? Where the hell are you going? You're gonna die. You know, and she's like, Trust me, mom. I'll take care of this. You gotta trust me. And, uh, they have a, they have a really sweet moment. And I'm just like, Oh, best mom. Okay, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then we see Homura, you know, and she's like, On the verge of becoming a witch. Her despair is just going through the roof. And right before her soul gem becomes fully despair, um madoka comes you know she holds her hand and she tells kyubei that she has plans to make a wish and homeowner is just like no you know everything and then we get to episode 12 yeah i was already in tears in this episode when it started episode 12 my very best friend so madoka makes the decision to become a magical girl and her wish is to prevent all witches the past and in the future from coming into existence and this wish causes her to become a fucking god. Bro, this, oh my, dude, she, oh my god, bro. You know how, like, there's always that thing, like, if you found a magic lamp and you had a genie, what would you ask? And everyone's always like, I'd ask for inf- an infinite number of wishes. She she literally did that. Pretty much. She's like, it, I'm going to become it, a god, basically. Dude, it was, oh my god, it was insane. Oh my god. Dude, it was so insane. 
Michael Madoka is okay. So she becomes a god, yes. right? And to prevent people from becoming witches, you know, when the magical girls are set to become a witches, a witch, she basically takes on their despair and their curses. Yes. So then they go on to the higher plane, you know, they die and she takes on their despair. And in doing this, she establishes a new law of cycles, which means they have to re like the, the, the universe basically resets with Madoka as one of its gods, which is fucking insane. And, uh, it, you know, it shows like magical girls all around the world when they're about to die and everything. They see a vision of Madoka, you know, taking their despair and everything and leading them, you know, to the next life. And it's it's really nice. Yeah. And then it goes back into a world where basically Homura is there with Mami and Kyoko. Everybody's still alive. And only Homura remembers Madoka existed. Because yes. when she became a god, her existence didn't have any beginning or end. So then everybody's memories of her was wiped except for Homura. Um, because, you know, Homura followed her to Asterix, her... Like asterisks on that one. Asterisks, yeah, because uh, you know we there's a little scene. Yeah. And um, basically, it shows Homura and Kube talking about the new threat, which are called wraiths. Yeah. And uh, Homura is going to continue fighting in honor of Madoka, and then she like runs into Madoka's little brother, and her little brother seems to remember. Her. She, you know, he yeah. like he draws her, and he's like Madoka, and um. He he sees the ribbon that Psyche or that Homura is wearing. That was Madoka's ribbon, and he's like, "It's Madoka," you know. And then it ends with Homura basically having like the witch's domain, like as wings, and then attacking a group of wraiths. So you're just like, "What's going on there?" And then it you know it ends with the theme song. It's too good, dude. It is too fucking good. Yes. And it was at that point that I went, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I listen. I loved this show so much. I thought it was super well written. Mm -hmm. We talked about this stuff already in the beginning. I was a little annoyed at how it ended. <laughs> truthfully, now right? you gotta watch the movie. Because well, here's the thing, right? It felt like it ended with zero resolution right right like obviously you know madoka plays the fucking trap card you know she fucking <laughs> plays exodia the forbidden one and becomes a god right and then like resets the universe and then it was like okay the universe is reset but magical girls still exist now they're just they're fighting wraiths instead cuba is still there and sus as fuck right yeah yeah so and so i, I was very like like wait no 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 this is incomplete yeah they they do say that even if witches are gone sadness and despair and tragedy and all that will never be gone yeah. from the world so there always has to be something there that's just how the balance of the universe works and in yeah. this case it is the wraiths right so that's what yeah. everybody's fighting uh i think you know madoka did accomplish that there is no witch there's no witches anymore but you know it's still it's still rough yeah. being a being a magical girl still still pretty rough right People still yeah, die. Sure. They they still die when they are killed. Yeah, and and so then that's so I was very like because I, I I it felt like there was no resolution for me, 
Uh, and then I discovered that there's there's films. Yep. Uh, there's three films. The three. first two going over the series, and then the third one yeah. being a sequel called Rebellion. Rebellion. And then the next one will be a sequel to Rebellion. Right. Uh, and then there's also a, a spinoff, right? Yes. I actually watched the spin, or I played the game that the spinoff is tied oh, okay. to. Um, I like the game, but they tried to... They did the... F- fighting system from fate go and i fucking hate the fighting system from fate okay. go and i think they were just trying to capitalize on that and i was just like yeah this is the worst part of fate go so yikes <laughs> damn yeah it, it shut down in north america but i think it's still going on in japan okay yeah, yeah. i mean it, the thing with fate go is it has waifus right well that's why that's why you played it right yeah that's like the only reason to play it like i i think the battle system in fate go is fucking terrible but there's waifus in it um in that's, that's fair game in magia record which is the name of the smartphone game it's uh it's the same battle system which i already hated but there's no waifus because these are all young kids yeah they're all like eight eight uh eighth grade yeah and i'm just like well then i have i have nothing yeah. you know and uh they did have an anime they had two seasons of an anime over magia record the the spin-off show which is yeah. actually really good it's uh it's very good i highly recommend it yeah i i added it to my watch list after definitely definitely watch it it's it's very good Mm -hmm. um i'm really excited for this new movie you better believe i'll be watching it because i i love madoka magica this is one of my favorite shows this is this is in my top five favorite shows of all time it is just it's it's phenomenal this is the first figure i bought was a a madoka figure. yeah and i was that Mm -hmm. okay so here, so who I was with you when you bought that. We were, yep. we, it was the, I think the only anime convention we've been to, right? No, because right? we went to Anime Fest and that's when oh, was that's a- right, that's Akon. Right. Was the, the first one we went to that. Yeah. So by the way, uh, we're going to have to do that next year. Oh, definitely. <laughs> we're going to have to go. Um, but yeah, I remember you buying it and I was just kind of like, oh, whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. So when I, when you told me, uh, two weeks ago, like, this is what we're watching, my frame of reference was that that figure, right? Right. And so I was like, yeah, whatever. It's going to be, you know, cutesy, whatever. And then it wasn't. But then, like, by episode five, I was like, when did she become a magical girl? <laughs> I was like, when the like, it Like, she's in the title. When the fuck does she turn? It, uh, it, oh, fuck I, me, I, so I was, like, 100% not expecting this fucking, like, there's multiple timelines and all this shit, right? Uh, which, like, normally when it comes to time travel, it, it can get kind of convoluted. Yeah. But I think they wrote it, like, th- they were basically like, there's time travel, here are the three other timelines, and that's all we're going to do. Like, we're not going to yeah. fucking mm-hmm. touch anything else. So it was it was easy enough to follow along. Right. Um, I'll be honest with you. There was so much to imp- unpack with this show that I was like actively having to look at videos on YouTube. Oh to, yeah, like, just explain it because there was so excuse me, so much going on. It is very dense with content, and that's what I love yes. about it. That's what that's what I love about a show like that can do this because you have to like examine it. Multiple viewings are oh, like yeah. great. Like I've seen this show six times, and I'm just like. Every single time, I it still hits me, and I'm just like, God, this is so fucking good, dude. Yeah, and like one of the one of the things, like it seemed to be kind of uh the overarching theme of a lot of the videos I saw, which is something that I I didn't pick up on when I watched it, 
but it was literally that every everybody who made a wish who made a contract in the show it was written in a way and showed in a way that it was a selfless wish right that ultimately ended up being for selfish reasons right except for madoka and because of that she became a god that's so yeah so oh, like if you look man. at like sayaka at face value her wish seems selfless right yeah she's like she's doing it for someone else this boy but it's because it's a boy that she loves who she wants to be healthy because she wants to be with him right right in the case of uh oh my god i can't remember her name kyoko, kyoko. yeah it was for her dad it was for her dad but it, it was selfish in the sense that you know she was she didn't want to see him you know down and out right so it was ultimately for her mm -hmm. and i thought that was really interesting like even when there is hope and there seems to be a way to help somebody else it ultimately leads to despair oh yeah because they're they're self selfish wishes right yeah and even, only even for you... homura she you yeah. know she wants to save madoka so she yeah because that's her best oh, friend yeah. she loves madoka so that's why she does it yeah and so even so the only way for you to have like i guess a truly um i i guess the only way for you to not sort of find your despair is to make a wish that's truly selfless right which in this case was you remember all that bad shit that you did can you just not <laughs> can you just fucking not dude madoka <laughs> is suffering for us yeah dude she's taking all of our despair michael she's I know, suffering dude, i know that is but why yeah, it was... that's why me and john always say madoka is suffering when something bad is happening <laughs> <laughs> but yeah dude it was it, i unfortunately i haven't been able to find the movies like on i think it's on netflix is it really because i had checked uh, the uh the it used to be i checked the international netflix uh like search database and only and i only saw rebellion um and it's only available in japan oh uh. the other i mean i can rent the other ones from like amazon but you know like why am I gonna pay, pay an exactly dollars when I already pay a subscription for? Yeah, uh, I watched it on Amazon way back in the day. Yeah, like this was way back in the day. So I I actually don't know where they are anymore. It's still there on Amazon. I just have to like. Yeah, I mean it's only four dollars to rent, so that's not bad. Only four doll hairs, bro. What the fuck? What the fuck? Or just get the Blu-ray. Acting like 35 you know christmas is coming up christmas coming up there you go you're it's... like hey family i want you to get me all of these lewd waifu statues and this magical girl uh anime hell yeah brother please and thank you all right now for your favorite part of the show michael out of 10 what would you rate madoka magica oh man i feel like i give out a lot of like a lot of like sevens and i would probably do like an 8.5 an 8.5 no and here's why here's why hear me out and okay I let's, let's hear it let's hear it if i'm somebody who knows nothing about this going into it and it ends the way that it ends i'm feeling like there's way more to this story that i'm not seeing here contained in this 12 episode 
series, right? How could you buy? So I have to, I have to go out and I have to seek. You were my best friend, my very best friend. (laughs) Um, hey, dude, this could have been like a fucking Gare Zero situation where I was just like, I fucking trash, bro. (laughs) Fucking Gare. I give this a ten out of ten. Let's go, baby. You give you give Gare Zero a ten out of ten. Gare Zero is fucking phenomenal. Doesn't mean shit. No, but like you know, like I I thoroughly enjoyed this. I do think it is. Of the four that you show that you've you know had me watch, it's definitely my favorite. Yeah. Um. Um. Then again, it's like the the four that you've shown me are just so vastly like they're all different genres. They're just so vastly different. You ready for another different one? Yeah. <laughs> hit me with it. All right. So next week, or not next week? Bo- sorry, two Bocano weeks. Pico. Bocano Pico. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read you the synopsis with it. Okay. Okay. In two weeks, uh, we will be going over a dramatic sci-fi romance by the name of Plastic Memories. Okay. All right, and here's, here's a synopsis. This is right from Crunchyroll. It's on Crunchyroll. Okay. After failing his college entrance exams, 18-year-old Tsukasa Mizugaki is offered a position at the renowned SAI Corporation due to his father's connections. Shout out getting jobs from, you know, who you know. Um, SAR Corporation is known for its production and management of androids that possess human emotions called Giftia. Tsukasa's position is in the terminal service department where the main job is to recover Giftias that are close to their expiration, a graveyard department in every sense. To make matters worse, Tsukasa is ordered to work with Isla, a female Giftia who is never given any responsibility other than serving tea. Okay. Is this going to be like a her situation? I've never seen her. Oh, no, dude. I just looked at the first review, and I already can tell this is going <laughs> to hit me, bro. I didn't even read the full review. It just says, your Lion April Android. And I fucking love your Lion April, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Uh, this is another show that made me fucking cry. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro. Oh, man. Dude, Mark, you've been, are you okay? You've been no. in the field lately, dude. I'm not okay, dude. You Cue know? the MCR. I'm not okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, two weeks from now on the next Weeb Digress, we will be going over Plastic Memories, which you can watch on right. Crunchyroll if you want to go uh, go along the show with us. But uh, I had a really good time today, Michael. I hope you did. I hope you... I'm glad yeah. that you enjoyed Madoka Magica. <laughs> We're going to have to watch the movie in theaters when that new one comes out. Yep. It's going to be great. I'm excited. And uh, Michael, why don't you let everybody know where we can be found and everything? Yeah, dude, time, time for some, some, some housekeeping, <laughs> uh, if you will. Uh, guys, gals, non-binary pals, if you want to support the show, you can go to anchor.fm slash weeb digress, uh, and that'll link you to our show on a lot of podcasting platforms, uh, primarily like Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Um, you can also follow us on every social media platform uh, under at we digress because we are at we digress productions. <laughs> Ooh. Um, that's probably the best way to support us is just like t- retweeting our tweets, interacting with us. Um, you know, if if Mark has a shit opinion, like Gary Zero being a 10 <laughs> out of 10, you can tweet at us and be oh, like, yo, man. Mark, you're fucking lame. Uh 
yeah, you can go to we digress podcast.com to buy some we digress productions merch. Don't have any merch for this podcast yet. Still working on that. Take some time. Uh, if you want to find Mark, uh, literally anywhere, he's at cloudmark27. Uh, follow him on Twitch, twitch.tv slash cloudmark27, where he's been absolutely killing it with the uh, fatal frames. Uh, do you like how I did that, dude? Because I'm brown. <laughs> everything. Uh, you can find me on all platforms at Mike Madran and the number zero. And I believe that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Just remember you. if a sus ass, a weird oh. looking cat asks you to make a wish, just say no. Or do it. You know, no, let's, <laughs> mm, it's like drugs, dude. Don't, mm. we won't tell. <laughs> Don't do it. It's only illegal if you get caught. Uh, please tell me to stop talking. <laughs> Lawyers say that. Don't actually do that. Uh, we don't endorse anything that's illegal. There you go. But thank you so much for watching the show. Thank you for joining us here on Weeb Digress. And I hope you all had a fantastic time. And I'm excited for the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.